to have my parents on, I think they were just, well, I know they were just so proud. And I was proud to be able to have them with me. Um, yeah, they loved it. They absolutely loved it. I was slightly worried that they wouldn't. And I don't know why, because I think it's just a lot of pressure. It's, I love my job and I want them to love what I do. Mm-hmm. And I think for them to be able to fully see me in my element working and having that res- that much responsibility, that they know I drive a ship, but actually them seeing me drive a ship is a different thing. So I think they were a bit like, oh my goodness, that's that's our daughter. <laughs> Hi everybody, my name's Rebecca Taylor Neal. I am the second officer on board MS Maud, and you are watching Faults Alert. the folks alert show my name is kiko my guest today is rebecca taylor neal how are you rebecca very well thank you very very well yeah how you doing how are you i'm doing good i'm going i'm doing good (laughs) we've been going back and forth trying to really narrow this this time down uh you look you look really different becca you don't (laughs) you don't look like the 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 becca that i know where's the uniform where's the uniform I know. I disembarked yesterday. I I landed in um, London Gatwick Airport last night, and uh-huh. I'm finally home. So I have a well-deserved month off now. <laughs> so I'm Wonderful. not in uniform. Sorry. Wonderful. Oh, that's why because uh, we had it for the night, and you're like, oh, I you you actually would be in flight, so you wouldn't have been here today. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, gotcha, no, that's gotcha, correct. Gotcha. I was flying back yesterday. Yeah. How how often when you go out? How often? Are, how long are you on ship? Actually, that that's the question. So so my contract is one month on, one month off, which is quite unusual actually for cruise ships. Um, but we're 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 a small cruise ship, <laughs> hundred and thirty five meters to be precise. Yeah. Well, small indeed, but. Your company specialize in very unique tours. So people who want to go on excursion, they come to you guys. Is, is that a unique thing for your company? Yes, we're, we're very unique. Uh, the, the reason we are so unique is because, because we offer this expedition style um, and we mainly operate in the Arctic. So we, you know, we're up the, we're up the, we're up the coast of Norway, the ship currently is going to Svalbard. 
we've got a couple of cruises up to Greenland this summer. So in that sense, we're very unique. Uh, the schedule is always changing. When you're, you know, when we're on board, we do tell these 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 guests that just just be prepared for for anything really, because right. because we operate in areas like this that uh, you can see it's it, anything can happen. But um, yeah, but, but we take anybody. We anybody. You know, you, you think you need to be a certain type of person to be able to do these excursions it's it's not true you know we have all ages mainly actually older people come on board and we're completely equipped to be able to cope with with those type of people so yeah it's great it's really really good and it's so interesting where we go these places that i thought i would never see in my life and i'm cruising there it's quite 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 incredible actually well yeah you, you know you guys like you said you guys usually cruise the arctic right where a traditional cruise line mainly do the caribbean or tropical yeah. places mm -hmm. for, for your company you said the schedule always changes right yeah so when you say it always changes so you don't have like a a normal route that you take where people will do stop off or you have like a uh someone that plans these trips and says okay well this month we will be going here making stops xyz yeah we we have an itinerary that that we try our utmost best to stick to mm -hmm. however uh and, and during the winter months when we are cruising norway the north coast of Nor um, sorry the west coast of norway all the way from the south all the way up to the topmost point in the north cape it's a set itinerary, yes, but in terms of the weather, we can't, we can't keep, you know, we can't control that. Mm -hmm. So if the weather is uh, too bad to enter one port one day, um, and it's better that we change it on board to um, maybe do that port in two days time, that's what I mean by our guests need to be ready to, we, we still deliver the best experience and we will, that's our um, goal from the, from the moment we set sail. But uh, we do tell them, you know, the weather um, kind of uh, guides us. And if the weather is too bad to enter one place, we will just change the itinerary slightly to go there maybe a couple of days later when the weather is bad. Yeah, we, we, uh, we break through the ice, as you can see. So, yeah. Is it so it's always cold up that way? Yes. When I it's first when when I first saw your page, and you had on the whole snow gear and stuff, I was like, "Oh, maybe she's on vacation." But no, you're actually no. at work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was actually at work. I I um I had a had an afternoon off. Well, I say an afternoon off. We we try to we're three navigation officers on board, right? And we try to allow each of us a little bit of time to go ashore during a cruise, especially if we haven't been there before. Um, so that particular place, I can't remember exactly where I was, but I went, um, dog sledging. Yes, and it you was did. Amazing. You did. Yeah. Where, where was that at? Um, I believe it was in Tromso, which is north in the north of Norway. Okay. This company is so. actually no is from Norway as well. It's a Norwegian company. Yes. It's a Norwegian flagged vessel. Yeah. How did you decide 
to get into marine life maritime life. Beginning? <laughs> okay so my my parents and i and my family have always sailed mainly dinghy sailing when i was younger and actually my dad taught me when i was very very young to sail uh -huh. and uh i um got to the age of 22 and I decided that I needed a bit more of a challenge. I was a sailing instructor, a windsurf instructor before, and I was actually working in the States for a little while. And as much as I loved it, and I really did love it, I need I needed to push myself. I needed to do something something else. I needed to work towards a bigger goal. And for me, that was that was ships, that was shipping. So I looked into courses in the UK and I ended up choosing the college in Southampton called Warsash Maritime College mm -hmm. and started my training in January 2019. The training lasts, lasted around three and a half years. It was during COVID, so um, that delayed it slightly. And you have exams along the way and then you go to sea and you gain six, uh, 12 months sea time, sorry, 12 months sea time as what's called a deck cadet and uh, where they train you on board and then you have college phases in between that where you're back on land studying and um, it all leads up to these final exams where my final exams were in July 2022 and I qualified as an officer on the 20th of July 2022 and now I work for Bruton. <laughs> Recently you had you had your parents on board did what, what was that like oh my goodness just amazing they they had been on a ship with me before but when i first qualified i worked on a high speed craft out of uh, out of the uk and they came on board there but it was just very different having them on board moored moored is such a it's such a special ship and uh you know the captain says at the beginning of a cruise he says we, we may not be the newest ship we may not be the fanciest ship, mm -hmm. but we are the happiest. And my goodness, it's true. And uh, to have my parents on, I think they were just, well, I know they were just so proud. And I was proud to be able to have them with me. Um, yeah, they loved it. They absolutely loved it. I was slightly worried that they wouldn't. And I don't know why, because I think it's just a lot of pressure. It's, I love my job and I want them to love what I do. Uh -huh. And I think for them to be able to fully see me in, my element working and having that res that much responsibility that they, they know I drive a ship, but actually them seeing me drive a ship is a different thing. So I think they were a bit like, oh my goodness, that's, that's our daughter. <laughs> but Did yeah, you... it was so special. So while, how long were they on board for? 10 days in total. They actually did the South of Norway cruise. Oh, 10 days beautiful. on board. Did you take, mm -hmm. did you take the bridge? Yeah, they came to the bridge. Yeah, okay. of course. Yeah. That's cool. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Yeah, but mom sat in my chair. She did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're the, se you're the second officer, so you have a, a, a great deal of responsibility. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, you could have probably went anywhere, you know, some people may want to go for a traditional where they you know cruise the caribbean mm -hmm. and i see some of these massive ships that that um that are in the caribbean you know these cruise ships 
mm-hmm. but you chose to go with the Norwegian uh, company. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's a, it's a different type of feel. I mean, I would want to do it because once I started seeing what you were doing, I'm like, wow, this is great. Just to go dog sledding and you know i'm sure you guys got some skiing up there you see you see animals see animals that you don't ever see anywhere else that that migrates to that cold water Mm -hmm. yeah no we do and we have a on board we have a full expedition team as well so these this expedition team is made up of scientists you know marine biologists and people from all over the all over the world that have these incredible degrees and this you know wealth of knowledge mm-hmm. that i can't even fathom you know it's i i drive the ship but these guys are um with with the with the passengers with our guests all the time and they really make the um the cruise special they're the ones you know they they plan the excursions and uh, give the information about where they are and what they're doing and yeah it's quite amazing and uh you know wildlife like you say we see whales dolphins all sorts it's yeah reindeers does it ever yeah. get old for you because no. i mean it's every day you wake up it's you're not seeing the same thing it's always different right oh the my goodness view. norway beautiful it's do you know what actually no photo will do norway justice it's absolutely stunning and i urge anybody who ever gets a chance to go to norway to do it it's it's just beautiful yeah and the northern lights is <laughs> i can't actually put into words what the northern lights is like it's uh, it's quite fascinating i've heard about the northern light when, when you when you wake up in the morning and you're sitting on the bridge as we have a video here and you look yeah. at that view it it's yeah <laughs> it's, it's incredible you're, you're having, imagine you're saying to yourself wait a minute i'm actually having my morning coffee i know a, and, and looking at a postcard i know i have to i have to pinch myself sometimes and i i really do and well, I was talking to some of the other officers and you know, every every job you have, in every job you have down days and you have days you think, oh, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, why am I away from my loved ones for half the year? But actually I would do it time and time again. I would retrain and go through all the, the stress and the tears to be able to do this job. And um, I just I just feel so, so, so lucky that I've landed a company like this because there's not many out there that are just quite as unique and special as Hurtigruten is. How many ships does Hurtigruten have? Oh my goodness, in total, I think we are on seven, I think we have seven expedition vessels and coastal wise, I'm not sure. So the company is actually split into two. Mm-hmm. We have Hurtigruten Expedition, which is one company, and another company, which is Hurtigruten Coastal. And it used to be uh, one company until quite recently. So how many we've actually got now in each, I'm not entirely sure. We have a couple of vessels currently in, the, in Antarctica. And then there's Maud and another one in uh, that does Norway and up to Svalbard and Greenland. And we've actually got a Swedish um Sweden cruise coming up so that would be that would be lovely because I've never been to Sweden and uh, then we have one that's currently in the British Isles so 
yeah there's there's a few there's a few but there we kind of the ships rotate you know Maud won't always be uh doing the arctic it may go to the antarctic it just we'll see oh so when you say you're you, you have a, a swedish cruise coming up you mm -hmm. the, your ship the ms Maud may end up going to sweden that might be your your route yeah 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 we're going oh, we're going gotcha, to gotcha. in um in july june June. Yeah, so it's all so all the ships rotate and take take different switch routes out yeah 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 they do all the time the, the last couple of years Maud has been but mainly based in norway uh, but yeah they do try to switch the ships around wow yeah nice. yeah One and i suppose on... also gives the crew um something else to look forward to something else to see and uh you know, if you keep if you keep your crew happy, the ship looks after itself. So, to be able to give our crew somewhere else in the world to go to somewhere right, else in the world, right. it, it's yeah. Do you get seasick? No, luckily, I have never been seasick in my life, and I know a lot of people that work on ships that have, and I can't imagine how how horrible that must be for them. But I think uh, even passengers that come on board, you know, we the first part of our cruise to Norway is across the North Sea. Mm -hmm. And you can imagine the North Sea in the winter is not the nicest place to be sometimes uh, with the weather. So we have a few passengers that get a bit seasick along that part of the of the cruise. But after a day or two, you get your sea legs. I call it sea legs, but um, you just get used to the motion of the ship. And she, you know, she has weird noises that some people may not be used to. But you just get used to it. And I, I get so used to it. I actually struggle to sleep when I come home because I'm used to the sounds of the engine running constantly. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But for your particular routes that your ship take, uh, mm. the water is not as, as rough at, as might be in the middle of the Atlantic. Yeah, no, it's not. The North Sea can be. The North Sea can be, uh, like I said, not a very not a very pleasant place, especially in the winter. But actually, in Norway, in the Norwegian fjords, no, it's it's it can be very very calm. There are some areas of Norway. Stolt is uh, renowned for being rough, mm -hmm. and uh, it has been. I've experienced it being quite rough around there. But at this time of year, in the summer, it's it's quite unusual for it to be really, really rough. Pretty calm. Yeah. I, I want to play. I want to play a video. Okay. Come back, and I want to talk to you about it. Uh, okay. It's a video. It seems it was like a a celebration, but you can you can when we come back, you can give some context to it. Well, let me play this video. We'll come back. We'll talk. Okay. Here we go. Cold. Cold, cold water in the cold Ex give us a context <laughs> to this so uh we have this ceremony and maybe this is giving it away a little bit but we have a ceremony when uh for all those that haven't been into the arctic circle before and mm. i hadn't so uh i was new crew just joined i think i joined two weeks prior to having a cold bucket of ice water poured all over my head 
and uh, I'd never been, I'd never sailed in the Arctic Circle before. So um, part of the ceremony that we have for the passengers, for our guests, is they have a, a ladle just down, just down their back or on their head, and they also have a teaspoon of cod, cod liver oil, and it's it's a ceremony to, you know, uh, kind of bless them as they enter the Arctic Circle. And uh, I also needed this this ceremony. However, I wasn't as lucky just to get a ladle. I had a whole bucket. As you can right. see, I was quite shocked when, when Magnus poured that over my head. Um, but yeah, it. I needed to do it and it went down quite well, I think. <laughs> I haven't heard the word cod liver oil. Cod liver oil is... Yeah. Um, it's something yeah i had it as a as a kid um like yeah my mother always used to give it to me i haven't heard that mm -hmm. in, a, in a while i can't even i don't even really know what's in it i don't think i want to know what's it's in like, it it's like medicine you know it's like a yeah. medicine that it, it, it it's used for like cold <laughs> cold and stuff help yeah cold i haven't heard that yeah, in a while so. yeah but yeah we have a teaspoon of that afterwards but that part wasn't in the video but I didn't particularly like that either. <laughs> and that's the that's the kind of like the celebration to cruising the the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah it's uh, as you pass the as you pass into the Arctic Circle, mm -hmm. uh, sixty six degrees thirty three minutes north is the Arctic, and uh, once you're in there, that's it. We have this ceremony to yeah to bless to bless the guests and the new crew, um, just to wish you were safe and pleasant onwards journey onwards passage i suppose so it's a it's a rite of passage you have to do it <laughs> as a as a second officer mm. in maritime life uh, being a sailor or being in a ship there's a lot of ritual that comes along with it yeah uh, you know going all the way back to centuries even the viking days mm. uh do you guys practice some of those rituals do you recognize some of those rituals um as you said not. write a passage yeah i mean the ceremony is definitely something that goes back many many years uh it's the same when you cross the um, when you cross the equator mm -hmm. when you go you know there's a there's a crossing the line ceremony they call it so um yeah that's we keep that one from history I suppose the main thing with when you're working on a ship that's um, that's traditional is is what you call like you know we, I'm called Ma'am when I'm on board. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think anybody calls me by my name. Not many people do, uh, which I I found very strange at first, and I also think it sounds a little bit like Mum. But um, <laughs> yeah, you do just get used to it. But other other traditions not not many we call the uh the crew restaurant mess which stems back to um like the merchant navy days from from uh in history it's always been called mess like, the mess, mess. like, the, like the mess hall yeah like the mess hall yeah where you go to yeah. have lunch or maybe eat or dinner yeah. dining or whatever yeah but uh, I suppose on other ships that I've been on, that I've worked on prior to this one, there's actually been an officer mess and a crew mess. Mm -hmm. Whereas on Hurtigruten, it's not like that. We're, we're modern, I suppose. We have one mess for officers and crew, okay. which is lovely because then 
there's not it kind of lowers the power boundary down a little bit and we can eat with anybody we want to eat with which is really nice everyone gets along yeah yeah everyone really gets along it's i mean you know when you think i'm working with people from all over the world uh most of which are filipino crew uh the the captain and a few other officers in norwegian i'm the only british officer uh, the other British people on board, there's only a few and they're in the expedition team. Um, so, yeah, it's a real mix of nationalities and everyone really gets on. And, you, you know, you're always expecting life to, you're never going to get on with everybody, right? There's always going to be somebody that you don't see quite eye to eye with. But it's more just, and I'm not even just saying that because I work there, it really is like a strange family. <laughs> and I almost get a little bit sad when I go home. I I need to go home because I need a break. But um, it is lovely the the um, the ethos on board. I suppose, yeah. Well, the ecosystem on that ship, I guess, from people being from all walks of life, a different mm-hmm. culture, you get to experience different culture, working yeah. around these people. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, my my lookouts on the bridge, I have three lookouts. They do one hour. I do a four-hour watch on the bridge. I do two four hours in a, in a 24-hour period. And then I do four hours what's called overtime. So I do a 12-hour day. But during my uh, four-hour bridge watch, I have um, three Filipino ABs, able seamen, who are my lookouts. And they rotate on an hourly basis. Uh, but yeah, like I said, they're Filipino. And... I wouldn't change them. They're great. They're so, what's they're what's so the purpose great. for a lookout? Okay, so uh, it complies with the regulations is the is the main reason. We need a lookout to comply with, um, with SOLAS, which is the safety of life at sea regulations that shipping is um, has to follow its law. Mm-hmm. So uh, we comply with that. But also just to generally think about safety, more eyes are better than one pair of eyes. And uh, when I'm looking at screens and, um, you know, I've got my my radar in front of me or my ECDIS, my chart in front of me and other screens in front of me, the lookout's pure job is to look out, uh, whereas my job is to navigate. So um, they will report, you know, other vessels to me or uh, a fishing boys that may be on, on my track. So... That I don't want to run over them. So they report things like that. They report when they see land, and so it's a cross. It's a cross comparison thing. I was just assuming that because you have all that equipment on the bridge, you have the radar, you would be able yeah. to see where the land is. Uh, yeah, you can. <laughs> and, and what ship? Yeah. What should be based upon radio frequency? You would be able to see how far a ship is. Uh, mm-hmm. if a ship is in your path I had a guest on a couple that lives in the Caribbean and they yeah. live on a they live on a small boat it's not okay. a ship uh, I guess a, a little boat just the two of them yeah. and they were telling me because they cruise from different islands from you know uh, British Virgin Island to US Virgin Islands and go a little you know hop skip around the Caribbean mm-hmm. and they say sometimes they have to be up looking because there's a lot of ships out there cargo ships cruise ships that may yeah. not necessarily see them on the mm-hmm. radar and i was like oh. you know yeah. the ocean is a pretty big place and you don't think that you know you'll run into someone 
Oh no, it's massive. It is, and it's it's quite it's quite funny, really, because you you know when when we're um, going across the North Sea, mm-hmm. it's not that it's not that big in comparison to the Atlantic, per se. But uh, we can go a whole say twelve hours without seeing another ship, and then suddenly we see another one, and it's on the same course as up, you know, a, um, a opposite course to we're on. So it's like how how have we just gone 12 hours without seeing any ship and then we see one and it's on a reciprocal course to us <laughs> so it's just it's just bizarre how it works you think this ship could have been anywhere but it's on a collision course with us <laughs> so now we have to alter but it's okay it's it's part of it's part of the job well unlike i guess sailing is different but as you were explaining to me finding another ship on the same course as you when you go out at sea or when you're about to sail do you guys file like a flight plan like like airplane pilots do or no 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 you you mean something that other ships can see yes no we have we have ais an automatic identification system which uh is set by the user so it's set by us we put in there where we're going to, the next port of call, our ETA of when, we when we're going to arrive in UTC and uh, how many passengers we have on board and whether we're underway using engine or whether we're moored or anchor or things like that. But other than that, no, we don't send, um, there's, there's nothing like that. No. But like you say, the ocean's a big place. So there's room right. to it. Is, it, it is a big place. <laughs> well, yeah. that's cool. So what's next for you? You're home, right? Okay, hold on. You're home. Just got home. You're home for a whole month. What yeah. are you going to do? Because now you're walking on land. Does I know. It, do you have to adjust when you come home? Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, last night, it's it's hard to sleep. Like I said, it's definitely hard to sleep the first couple of nights being back. Just because you're used to that um, like humming of the ship. Right. Um, but once I'm used, once I'm back and I'm settled, I actually fly to New York on Saturday. Cool. You're go- coming to where I am. I'm well, I'm in Florida. You're going to New York. We're going to be in the same time zone. What are you going to do in New York? I'm just on vacation. Taking going on vacation. vacation That's cool. Days. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. And then I'm off to Texas after that. I'm having a a bit of a tour i'm going to new york for five days and then to texas for another five i'm actually going to a friend's wedding in texas which i'm very excited for and uh yeah it's going to be it's going to be beautiful i'm sure and also very very warm and i'm used to the cold so i don't know how i'm gonna cope with that but hopefully it'll be okay so these couple of days now before i fly are just packing relaxing seeing friends seeing family that kind of thing yeah. Went from sailing, right, with a bunch of passengers on board. Now you're flying. You're the passenger. I know. Flying from coast to coast. And it's great. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you have to adjust being because when you when you're on the ship, you're the host. You have to make mm-hmm. sure everyone is happy. Attend to the the, the passenger. Do yeah. do you find yourself now that you're be maybe sitting on a plane or in a cab? that adjust that you are not the host you're just here yeah i think i think i'm naturally somebody that likes to 
I like to talk to people. I just, you know, even on an airplane, I will always talk to the air hostess gotcha. um, or the host or anybody. And if, and if, if I saw the pilot, I'd 100% try and have a conversation with them. Right. But um, and that's just because I'm a chatty person. I don't, uh, I don't struggle to kind of take a back seat. Mm -hmm. I've, I, you know, when I'm on board, I work 24 seven for, uh, for a month without a day off. So we get time ashore, as you saw me, um, <laughs> when I went dog sledging, but, but we work constantly. So it's very nice to have some time off, but I do, I am somebody that struggles to relax. And my, uh, my parents often tell me just relax, Rebecca, because I, I do struggle. I'm always pushing for the next thing, mm -hmm. <laughs> the next goal. I'm already thinking of the next qualification up for me, which would be my chief mate's license, which is not that far away in the future. And I'm already thinking, okay, I need to start revising for that. I need to book my exams <laughs> and I, I need to just relax. <laughs> Wonderful. Mm. Rebecca, it was a pleasure having you here. You. I've never spoke to someone that worked on a cruise ship. It was an experience, <laughs> a, a great conversation. I'm happy yeah. to have you here. I, I enjoy your content on, on Instagram that you post. You're welcome. Like, I, I always extend the offer. You're more than welcome to come back anytime, whenever you oh, want. Oh, yeah, anytime. Uh, anytime you tell me, I'll, I'll come back. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Safe travels coming Thank you. Uh, to the United States. And enjoy yourself at the wedding. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully you catch the bouquet, right? Well, we'll see. I will be trying. You'll trying. be trying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Thank you very much. And uh, it was a pleasure having you here. You enjoy. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye.